Hello everyone, welcome back to Spice Up, and I know it's been a three week period since we since I've last posted, but I've decided to do another NBA related episode today. Throughout the past three weeks, we saw some great things such as TJ Warren going off in the bubble, the Suns missing the playoffs playing by just one point because of the Blazers and Nets. Screw you, Nets can't do anything right. Um, but now we've also been into the playoffs, we've seen the draft lottery, and today we're going to be talking about how disappointing certain teams were in the draft lottery, how exciting certain teams were. And, uh, you know, the playoffs, we've seen some big things, such as the Magic actually winning a game against the Bucks, and uh, the Blazers and the Blazers keeping it 2-2 two and two against the Lakers. And now we also have the Mavs keeping it 2-2 two and two against the Lakers due to Luka's big buzzer yesterday. So today I've decided to bring on, you know, one and only Kush Ozer from last episode. The one boring guy named Sean Call. And um, I decided to bring a Timberwolves fan. Yes, a Timberwolves fan onto this onto the show today by the name of Moomin Zubairi. But I will be honest, if I wasn't a Knicks fan, which I have to stay loyal to, I probably would be a Timberwolves fan. So there is that aspect of it. So, yeah, first off, I'd like to start off with um, what we saw from the bubble. I'd like to talk about the Suns. You know... What do you guys see from the Suns going into the next season now? I think that Devin Booker's future is really bright, but I don't think he's going to continue. I don't think he's going to stay on the Suns for very much longer. But just because he said that he wants to win and he wants to win now, I feel like he's probably going to look for a trade or try to break the break out of his contract some way just to get out of Phoenix because they're they're. They showed some hope in the bubble going 8-0, but, like, can they do that over the course of an 82-game season? See, I don't know about that because when Draymond Green was tampering and saying, you know, uh, Devin Booker didn't have a future in Phoenix and he needs to leave, you know, uh, he was asked about that, and he never he, – he, he didn't, like, look like he wanted a trade or uh, – he was kind of loyal to Phoenix. There was, uh, He was saying how – you know, Phoenix's fans have been there from, like, the beginning. So I feel like, you know, Devin Booker, he hasn't made his mind yet on whether he wants to leave or, um, you know, if he wants to stay. But I think that he will stick for a little bit more. I mean, the Suns, have the, the Suns do have options now. I mean, depending on how much space they have going into free agency, they could potentially pursue anyone. And now that, for example, Fred Van Vliet is expecting 20 to $25 million next season, could the Suns go for that potentially? I mean, don't get me wrong. The Suns lineup is, believe it or not, actually a very underrated lineup in the league. You have Ricky Rubio, who's who's great when it comes to passing and finishing. Devin Booker, who who's shown he's all-star level. You got either Kelly Oubre or McCall Bridges. Bridges showed his extreme defending skills against every team in the bubble. You got Dario Saric, who, act, who came from the Sixers but has been a big three threat. And uh, you have DeAndre Ayton, who's shown his... He's been averaging 18 and 10. He's shown that he can, you know, as a number one pick, he's actually living up to that. But as I said, one of the more underrated centers in the league. Shauna, you've been quite silent. I think that, well, I think that Devin Booker should stay just on the fact that they have such a good young team. And they have, what pick do they have this year? Mm. They have 12, like 12-ish. 10. They exactly have the 10th pick. Plus, I don't know, maybe like a. They still have Kelly Oubre, right? Yes, they do. Kelly Oubre, 
Saric and maybe using that pick, they could try to, you know, get like a good all-star level player because those kind of assets could be worth to, I don't know. A team that's selling. Yeah, a lot of teams that are selling, trying to like go into rebuilding. Not saying exactly the Sixers, but a team like the Sixers are trying to get rid of a bunch of like assets that they thought would be all-stars and actually suck. I think the one disappointing team in the bubble itself was the Wizards. I mean, somehow the Wizards went from being the ninth seed to actually dropping back to the tenth seed and allowing the Hornets, who weren't even in the bubble, to have a better record in the end. The worst team than the Wizards. It's not like we expected them to do anything. I expected them to. I expected them to fight for the eighth seed. Alright, that's your thought. I was just like, why are they in the bubble? Okay, whoa, whoa! Don't get me wrong. The Wizards next year, if John Wall plays, is it's still going to be like a seven, eight seed at max. That's yeah. That's still better think, than being a nine seed. I don't think John Wall coming back wasn't that much. Bubble was probably okay. Bradley Beal was injured as well. Hey, you can say the same thing for the Nets. They actually almost did something. <laughs> yeah. Look, maybe if the Nets won against favorite. the Blazers, the Suns would be in the playoff play-in right now, and, and who knows? Maybe they would be the ones facing the Lakers. <laughs> have one player who could score. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, yeah, but Karis Lever also had a lot of inconsistency as well. But he's showing promise. He's still young. Yeah, so he, he showed, he did. Yeah, I think, oh no, actually, Kyrie and all are coming back. All right. Yeah, nobody's expecting Karis Lever to drop 30 points a game. No, That's I mean, they, no, I, I expected something. Bro, I expected Karis Levert to to actually show his potential in the bubble. But like, if you're on a team with Kevin Durant, probably the best scorer in the league, and Kyrie Irving, you're if you're on that team, you're not going to be scoring thirty points. They are. No, no, no. I yeah, I agree with that. But because he was by himself, I wasn't shocked that he was able to put up numbers. Yeah, obviously, if the two biggest scorers are out, you have to pick up the slack somehow. All right, moving on from this, I wanted to go to the draft lottery. We saw some very. <laughs> Unexpected things. <laughs> Nick fell to eight. <laughs> Let's just say my team one somehow drew the eight seed. But more importantly, the number one the number one pick in the lottery will now go to the Minnesota Timberwolves, which is why I brought Moomin here. Moomin, you guys have the number one pick. What what are your options with it? Do you plan on trading it down? Who do you plan on drafting? Okay, so I think that uh, the Timberwolves have a lot of options now that they have Low and Cat, and they're rebuilding about, uh, around their two stars. But there are a lot of questions you got to ask yourself, and it's mo- uh, mostly about you know whether to bring the third star Devin Booker in. And I think that you know um, on an article there were, there were the cover three athletes, and when they were asked in an interview, you know they said that it would be their dream to play together on the same team. And now that both of them are on the same team, that the Timberwolves, I feel like, you know, they could bring in Devin Booker, and, uh, but the only issue... What are the I, stakes? What What are you giving up for Booker? I feel like if you were to give up Booker, you would have, uh, like, if the Suns were to give up Booker, they would need, um, they would need, like, at least the first pick in the draft, James mm-hmm. Johnson, Jarrett Culver, and Josh Okoge. Uh, that, that that's a lot for I mean I, I don't think I don't think I like that I think that for Phoenix to get a good a good deal to good enough deal to give De- Devin Booker away 
They would need, I agree with the first pick. Um, I think they should get... Um, you have to be giving up a pick for next year as well, for sure. Yeah, next year's pick, definitely. And then they just, they just need... Because with that first pick, they're going to get one, probably one of the best scorers in the nation currently, Anthony Edwards, or they could even spring for LaMelo Ball, which is not my personal favorite, but we know LaMelo Ball can score, and he's going to be exact, exactly what they lose in Devin Booker. Devin Booker's carrying that team with the scoring, but LaMelo Ball, he could probably fit in there. Yeah, Devin Booker may be carrying with the scoring on Phoenix. I may I agree with that. But he still has a lot more backup than you would think. I feel uh, that's what uh, people don't look at. The, the Phoenix is a very underrated team. Everybody just looks at Devin Booker because he's the one who's like high. He's the all star on the team. Even though he does have a decent supporting cast, I think they are. They still need one more like higher level player, like a good role player, just to bump them up to like that. Good to a lead level, like that five six seed, instead of being not in the playoffs. All right, Moomin, let me let me ask you this as a Timberwolves fan: If you're drafting someone, who do you take? Anthony Edwards, Lamelo, or do you try to piss off the Warriors and you go for like somehow James Wiseman? Okay, so because we have Cat, right? I don't think that Wiseman's I, in your best interest. I don't think that you should. Uh, get James Wiseman. I feel like you should get Anthony Edwards. He's in the best interest. You know, if you look at his player comparison, he's looking like a guy similar to Donovan Mitchell, you know, or uh, his his ceiling is like a Dwayne Wade. So I don't think that – I feel bad for these uh, players because, you know, they don't have the uh, NCAA tournament, right, to, uh, you know, hype up their name, Jaw. Jaw was nothing before the NCAA tournament. And, you know, after, like, him carrying Murray State, he got his, like, he was big now. So I feel like Anthony Edwards, as a, what is, what is he, a freshman? He's uh, he's scoring, like, 19.1 points a game. Um, he's, like, a streaky scorer, but I feel like he, he he's good. Um, I don't see us drafting LaMelo because, you know, his shot is broken. Not that his shot is good. His shot's broken. <laughs> Terrible. Uh, shot selection. Um, he's a good passer. I think he's a good passer. He has that height advantage. He he's like what six six or something. Yeah, yeah. But Le- Lamelo is also kind of like the you know he likes to be a first hand scorer. Yeah, he he likes. He to wouldn't be the first fit option. well. Okay, yeah. there's also one other option I would say. I don't know. This is a you, Obi Topin. He's shown a lot of promise. I'm the one who told you about it. No, you're not. Okay, I've I've tracked him since his days at Ohio State. Okay, shush, Sean. You knew so, not, Sean. I know all the top players in draft. So I don't know if the Timberwolves are going to draft Obi because I, I don't really see him going as a first overall pick. You know, you I mean, no, no. I I mean, I can see that, but you know, just state the fact that Rohit tried to come with me for Obi Topin at the wrong college. No, Ohio. Did you not play at Ohio State? Not Ohio State. Oh, you said the wrong call. No, wait. He played for the Buckeyes. Oh wait, no. He played for Dayton. I'm so stupid. So I don't know what you kind of comment. Yeah. Okay. Chill. Dayton and Ohio State kind of do have the same color. So in my head, I I have the red pictured. 
Yo, Sean, be quiet, okay? You're only here because you're just a Raptors fan and you want to talk about how they swept the Nets and how you I still... I didn't want to say that, but you're the one who brought up, so... Right. Oh, do we see Golden State drafting or trading them? No, no, I see them. Tra- I see them drafting Wiseman personally. I, I think Wiseman is the clear choice because they have problems. What, Sean? What? Hello, I think they said uh, bringing in. Either okay, the four options they have is they draft one of the two centers. So those two options. Um, the one who played with Lamelo from USC, I forgot his name, or I can't pronounce it. Oh, oh, I know. Onyeka. Onyeka. They take Onyeka answer. They either take Obi for whatever reason and then trade, like, Andrew Wiggins for, like, a solid center. Or they just trade that pick for some all-star that they'll try to get. Because, yeah. I heard rumors that the Knicks might want the Warriors pick, so they're going to give their eighth pick and Mitchell Robinson. That, I think might, that might be the stupidest idea the Knicks will have. Yo. Well, then, would it be new to the Knicks to have stupid ideas? Yo. Yo, all right. As a Knicks fan, I'm saying this. If anything, if they are trading up, there's no way they're trading to the second overall pick. And if they do, I don't know what stakes you're offering them unless you're pulling off a of Clippers. Knicks, if they're going to trade anybody, they cannot trade RJ or Mitchell. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. The, the two of them are off limits. That they have to, like, you can trade the whole roster. Yeah, they literally could, like, wait, Julius Randle's under contract? Yeah, he's on a three-year contract. Julius Randle's making, like, 30 million a year. No, no, he's not making 30, okay? He's making, like, 20, like, 21. He's still overpaid. No, he's not. He's not overpaid. Hell yeah, he is. Yeah, he is. Okay. Uh, please explain to me how he's overpaid. You saw his stats on New Orleans. If you said like can't shoot, he can't rebound. He can barely run across the court and left. If you said the twenty-two million, I would have believed you. But like thirty million, it's not. His contract is three years, sixty-three million. Yeah, so he's making twenty-one million. Exactly. That's why I said I don't know where you got the number thirty from. No one. But like that's only four four million away from a player like I mean you said earlier that Fred VanVleet is searching twenty five. Oh, okay. Yeah. Don't get I know me. they're not exactly comparable since they're playing different positions, but still a quality player like okay. like Fred VanVleet making twenty five million oh. or pay four million. Hold up, hold up. I would like to say. Julius Randle averaged 19.5 points per game this season on 46% shooting and almost 10 rebounds per game. If that's not worth $21 million at least, yeah. I think he's on a good contract. He's going to get traded, but his contract currently is proper. He's not getting overpaid, in my opinion. And it's not like the Knicks used a max deal on him, okay? They are not. They didn't go to that level. Do they have anybody on a max contract right now? No, they don't. Alright, then they could probably make a splash. In twenty twenty one again, they Davis. they will have the most amount of cap space. Oh, wait, twenty twenty one is when Giannis is a free agent, right? They'll get Giannis. No, the Knicks aren't getting Giannis. Okay, I'm saying that now. No, that's when he's a free agent, though. Yes, oh. but the Knicks aren't landing Giannis. Okay, I'm saying this now. Yeah, gotta have so many good players. Yes, twenty twenty one free agency will have a lot of good players, but if the Knicks pursue anyone in free agency this year, in my opinion. They could honestly still tank this year. I wouldn't mind. You know, I, I, I've i watched enough of their games. Dropping it, getting in the lottery again, dropping to number 10. 
time. They should keep tanking, but they've been tanking for like 10 years and it still hasn't done anything. Yeah. The only team I'm excited to see with... No, nah, the only team I'm excited to see what they do with their pick, in my opinion, is Charlotte. I want to see what they do. That is, and Charlotte has an interesting case because they have nobody to replace a starter except for maybe one. Which is? Like, P.J. Washington. They got, that might be the only position they would not take because... No, Devontae Graham. Are you kidding me, Sean? Alright, but like... Let's be real. If you get LaMelo, are you keeping Devontae on the floor? Gosh, no. I don't think Charlotte... I don't know if Charlotte would take LaMelo. I don't think LeVar would no, accept it. That's the point. Of course, they're not going to take LaMelo, but I'm just saying, like, if you take LaMelo, of course you're going to drop Devontae Graham. In my opinion, Devontae played better than Rogier this year. Than who? Than Terry Rogier. Well, no, that's the most... That was the stupidest thing. No way. Okay. Oh. That, that sounds like some cap. I feel like Devontae Graham is, was better than Terry Rozier. Definitely, we literally all would have agreed with you. Okay, Terry Rozier, eighteen points per game, but Terry Rozier had so much inconsistency hey, this hey, year. Eighteen points a game. There's no way he had eighteen points. Yes, he did. Sean, I'm looking at How the stats. Look, and Devontae Graham's stats, who is up for most improved this year, eighteen point two per points per game. But in my opinion, when it came to impact on the floor, Devontae was better. Devontae was way more clutch this year as well. Devontae Graham should have made the All-Star game. Okay, now that's just... That's a bit much. That's just levels. Now you're awesome. wow. and, and who was he replacing, Sean? Um, Kyle Lowry. You know, th- you know what's funny about this statement? Sean's a Raptors fan, and he just said that. Yeah, that is kind of funny. That's a little tough. Yeah, Sean, I don't know what goes through your head at times, but it's okay. All right, all right. Moving on to the playoffs, we saw what the Mavs are capable of. We've seen what the Blazers are capable of. We saw what the Jazz are capable of. Somehow, I mean, not somehow, but I didn't expect them to be really beating the Nuggets three-one right now. I was I mean, expecting Jonathan a two-two. Nickel dropping like fifty in two games and then thirty in the other. Uh, he's hard carrying. I mean, no, Rudy, Rudy Gobert has been playing well as well. That second game. I think they could have made the Western Conference Finals. Who, Boyan Bogdanovich? Is he injured? I don't think they'll make it past Hey, yo, Kush, you know who's actually shown promise in the playoffs right now, but didn't show promise in fantasy? Mike Conley. Dang. Mike Conley in fantasy. Bro, the struggles of having Mike Conley on a fantasy team. He's not starting to play. Now, he's actually. He's shown glimpses of his former Grizzly self. I mean, I feel like he's better now because he can shoot now. No, no, no. I Grizzlies. Grizzlies. Mike Conley is way better. Yeah, yeah, that's. I think he's arguably one of the best players there, if not the best. Where, like in Grizzlies history? Yes, he's definitely one of the best in Grizzlies history. The best player in Grizzlies history is probably Mark Gasol. I mean, then again, the Grizzlies are a super, like, young team, like, age-wise. Now they're an extremely young team. Vancouver Grizzlies jerseys are... Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Vancouver Grizzlies jerseys are mental. All right. So there's, like, in their history, they have, like, Mark Gasol, Zach Randolph, Mike Conley, and then Vince Carter. Cody Allen. Yeah, Rudy Gay as well. Tony Allen on them was nice, though. Tony Allen is such a good perimeter defender, that's... Yeah, all defensive first team. Like, I don't know how many times. All right, all right. Quick fire questions. 
Do the Mavs beat the Clippers first round? Uh, yeah. Who knows, bro? Okay. If my man Paul George scores more than there, there, yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Yeah, they will. Pandemic P. Pandemic P. All right, all right. I still have the Clippers winning because I still believe Paul George can turn or turn the game around. Okay, I need another quick fire question too. You know, do the Nuggets have a chance of a comeback? No, I mean, oh, that, that, that's well, yes, they do. Are they gonna? No. Uh, okay. Um, Blazers, Lakers. Do the Blazers? Lakers, Blazers. Well, I think I think I think they win. I think the Blazers win another game, but I think it. I think they. The, so you're saying Lakers in seven? I think. Uh, yeah, I, no, I, I don't know. All right, are we seeing a Bucks in five, or do the Magic win another game? No, Magic don't win another game. Not even, no. Literally last year, all over again for the Magic. Win the first game, shock the world for five minutes, and then they lose. <laughs> yeah, but Vucevic has shown so much promise in the playoffs. Like, yeah, well, okay, promise doesn't matter in the playoffs. Performance well, matters. Yeah, that's true. The Magic don't exactly have some serious superstar on their team. Um. Let's see. The Sixers did get swept, which is disappointing. But I believe if Ben Simmons was there, they still would have lost. It would have been different. No, no. Game four, I think the Sixers would have won. They still would have lost. No, they game four, Sixers would have won. No, I'm just saying they still would have lost the series. Maybe, but it still would have been a much bigger challenge. Sean, I feel like you underestimate Ben Simmons' defense levels. No, I just Yeah, and, and Ben Simmons is like his his athleticism as well. I think is quite impressive for the uh, Aussie. Um, so who do we still see winning the finals this year? The Raptors. Mm-hmm. It could be anybody. Movement of the Raptors. Uh, no. <laughs> I think the Raptors go out Eastern Conference Finals. I agree. You know, going off, going to the Bucks. I legitimately think the Heat have a chance at beating the Bucks if the Heat. The Bucks always do so bad postseason. I don't think they'll make it to. I'm telling you, Jimmy Butler, this Heat team, this Heat team is Duncan Robinson. Bro, you hit that man from behind the arc. Oh. Beautiful. It's good night. I think the Heat, their only X factor here is Tyler Hero. If you see a good game from Tyler Hero, I the Heat will win. He's dropping like 20 points and then rating. Sean, what'd you say? I think this might be the most competitive finals in a while. I agree. Stands out above any of them. The Bucks still lost a game to the Magic. The Lakers lost. The Raptors played some trash. The Heat, well, we'll see what happens. The Lakers Probably. lost to the Blazers, have lost. Yeah, they lost to the Blazers. Clippers, well, Paul George is the only reason they're not doing good. Patrick Beverly is injured, but... Mavericks are saucing. Who else? The Jazz are cooking. The Jazz are cooking. They could literally be anybody. Like, there's no, like... Like, last year was pretty easy to say, all right, Bucks are Raptors, and obviously it's going to be the Warriors. <laughs> but each team has their own specialty this year. I think, I don't know, for some reason, I feel like the Jazz are going to make it to the Western Conference Final. Oh, shit. 
Who do who would the Jazz if the Jazz beat out the Nuggets? Who do they play? They would play Mavericks or Clippers. If the Jazz uh, play the Clippers, the no. I don't think that no. I think if the Jazz if the Jazz were to play the Mavs, the Jazz would win, in my opinion. Yeah, I want to see that. I'll, yeah, I want to see that. Luca versus Mitchell. No, I I, I put Luca. Okay, the difference between the Clippers and the Jazz, at least personally, is that Clippers, as much as they have all the star power, this star power is not performing at the level it should be, like by any means. Well, I think that the but I think that the Jazz have a more like a good team all around because they have a good six man, like not as good obviously. As Jordan Clarkson is. Yeah, Jordan Clarkson, been, he's been he's been scoring though. Yeah, he's scoring. They have a top like I, I mean like I guess five center. Top three. T- wait, no, no, top five center. Yeah. Five center, top like three defensive players in the NBA. They have a pretty. Yeah, good, he was in the like, DPOY, really right? And they have like an all a high like easy all star in Donovan Mitchell. And you, you have a good veteran in Mike Conley. And if you put that team against, I don't know, the Mavericks, like, as much as Casey, as good as KCP is, I think... KCP? Hold up. You mean Porzingis? I mean, yeah, KP. My bad for that. I think that, um, I think Gobert has a chance to stop them. And then Luka over Donovan, neither of them are stopping each other. They're just going to keep scoring. All right, all right. Moomin, what do you got? Uh, I think, uh... The Jazz are playing the Mavericks. I am taking Luca over Donovan. Okay, but whose team are you taking? Who's you're telling me? The you pick the Mavericks. Well, obviously we'd all pick Luca over Donovan, but like, what like team? I, I would I would pick the Mavericks over the Jazz. I think I think if the Jazz play the Clippers, Clippers Clippers win. But if the Jazz play the Mavs, I have Jazz because all around, I think the Jazz. When it comes to team wise, the Jazz win. I mean, we need this Clips team to start performing, though, before we start. Wait, hold up. If we're going to say the Clips team start performing, just say Paul George. Damn. Not, not all of their team has been good, exactly. Okay, Harrell hasn't been playing that well either, to be fair. Harrell has been scoring, like, less than, like, 10 points. Hey, Lou Williams has been going fire, though. Like, yeah, Lou Will had the 34-point game last game because nobody else would score. Hey, Kawhi score, hold up. Okay, well, no, obviously Kawhi's going to score the, the whole point they brought in there. No, Zubak Zuba had like a double double, I think. Ah, but uh. Oh no, Landry Shamit. I thought he would be a good three point shooter. Nice, like, addition. Hasn't been doing good. Same with Pat Bev. More of a three and B player. Oh, I know. He had 15 and four. Because you're expecting at least, like, you know, 12, 15 points out of him, not like five or six. Hey, look, Reggie Jackson, though, for the Clippers, has been playing well, in my opinion. Well, obviously, he's playing like the starting point guard. Of course, he's going to play well. No, he's actually not starting. He's playing like that. I know he's not playing like that. All right, all right. So, um, we got. It's a debating here. Mavs can still beat the Clippers. I still have the Clippers winning personally, assuming Paul George steps up to his level. Um, that means he needs to smoke something and then like start playing again. But he's really not doing shit. I have the Jazz beating out the Nuggets in five. I don't think the Nuggets will win another game, personally. Um, let's see. You guys believe the Bucks will win in five now? Poor Magic. Uh, we have God knows what's going to happen with the Timberwolves after this year. Um, 
Let's see. Um, it's going to be interesting, as Sean said. Every team does have their own specialty. My sleeper team, personally, is the Heat. I agree with that. The Heat are super slept on. They're so good all around. The Raptors are slept on. Like, no, no, no. The, I don't think the Raptors are slept on anymore. I think the Raptors have shown their dominance still. Oh, I still feel like they're underrated. I because, like, you guys are still saying that they, you think that they won't make, you know, the NBA Finals. I think they'll make the Finals and win. Oh, I, you know, I really want to see a Heat-Raptors Conference Finals. Like, that just seems like it would be so much fun. Look, I'm just saying personally when I feel like it's it's up for debate because both the Heat starters and the Raptors starters edge out in different areas. The bench-wise, the Raptors bench is honestly, if not the best in the league, one of the best. Scored 100 points last game. But don't sleep on the Heat bench as well. The Heat do have the Tyler Hero, Andre Iguodala. If he still plays like the defender he can play, you know, I believe that the Heat still have a chance. But I personally do believe the Heat will beat the Bucks. This all feels so weird. Like, all, I feel like because of Corona and, like, the bubble and everything, I feel like teams are going to be in the final or, like, conference finals at the beginning of the year, if you said that, nobody would have... No one would expect it, but Corona has proven... Like, it's so much like, um, I don't know, so much like the UCL, like Champions League, if you said, like, I don't know, City, Liverpool, all these good at soccer teams get kicked out before this conference, the semifinals, no one would have believed you. If you said, I don't know, if you said the Clippers would be struggling to beat Luka with two MVP-type players, no one's believed that's you. That's true, that's true. But to wrap it up, you know, I'd like to thank all three of you for coming today before this time limit on Anchor decides to go yeet. But uh, thank you again, and we'll see you again.